0: you know, throughout the years and playing under this year. And I appreciate all my guys in the locker room, man. Love them boys and my extended family as well. But uh, my decision is...
1: Yo, 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 what's up, Sooner fans? This is your host, Jeremiah Hall, formerly number 27 on the field. Man, that hurts a little bit. However, hopefully, I'm still number one in your hearts. You already know who my co-host is, number nine on the field, my right-hand man, Braden Willis. And this is the podcast
0: on the prairie. Braden. Hey, Hall, man? It's been it's been a, it's been a minute. I feel like I haven't seen you in a lot in a while, bro. I'm not used to this,
1: bro. Life has literally changed for me ever since I left San Antonio. and know, I went back to Norman, pack up all my things. Surprisingly enough, I had two and a half days to pack up all my stuff. I still procrastinated and was packing until right up, <laughs> right up before my flight, and so. Oh, I didn't tell you this before we started recording, but the lady who runs the storage unit where my stuff is, she called me yesterday and was like, I don't know if you want to rush or something, but your lock didn't completely lock. And so I use an outdoor storage unit. And so my my door was literally just blowing in the wind. That's how much of a rush I was in to get to the airport. Yeah, bro, I'm so irresponsible. You think that by 23 years of age you would figure out how to manage your time but i just you know it's just something i'm continuously working on <laughs> jeez i know well, shout out um... to my uh shout out to my lb chris though cuz uh i left the key on purpose just in case anything like that happened anyone and close my door for me so by the way sooner fans lb stands for my line brother my fraternity brother not linebacker
0: okay <laughs> I was just getting ready to say, so did you just leave the door open or? Oh, yeah. Okay, that's good to know.
1: My boy got me. It's all good.
0: Good, 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 good. That's why you have have them, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So there was that. And now I'm in Denver, Colorado, ladies and gentlemen. It actually feels a lot better here than it does in Oklahoma, surprisingly enough. And
0: probably in Texas. It's cold here, too.
1: Yeah. It's like it's cold here and I'm wearing a hoodie and a beanie inside, but it like it's like a feel-good type of cold. Like, the snow doesn't hurt. It's fluffy. It's like the snow you dream of playing in a kid, except it's real. And <laughs> Well, at least yeah. from, like, the East Coast. You know, we play with snow over there. You might pick up some snow, and it might be ice. You might throw some at a kid and get yeah. his eye out. So you never
0: know. Yeah, same thing here. We don't have snow. We have ice. So I understand completely. Yeah, brother, y'all aren't y'all aren't built for the snow down there. We now. aren't. You you saw what happened when we had that little snowstorm, ice snow slash ice storm uh, last year. I mean, the whole Texas infrastructure almost collapsed. It collapsed. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah,
1: do, yeah, I do remember that. I had some friends down there that were like panicking because they couldn't get water because their fright bur- bur- their pipes were frozen and all that. So, but yeah. Yeah, that's my my update for the most part. I went from San Antonio back to Norman to Denver. Uh let's see. I I walked around downtown Denver by myself my first night here. Uh second night I went to the movies. Yesterday I went to a Denver versus uh Utah basketball game. Yeah, tonight I'm recording the pod. So I just uh I You're just living Yeah. living <laughs> living my best life, but Braden, what do you have going on?
0: Um from San Antonio, I went back home. Or I went well, first I went to Norman with you. And funny update, Jay Hall took me to go get my hair cut and I didn't know I didn't know when we were getting back to the nation, so I scheduled my haircut for one. Well, I should have known that, you know, traveling takes time and we didn't get back until about 140. Well, my barber had to Go, or he's he was booked up all up until he had to leave that night to go to uh to his home his home state. So he hooked me up, or he, I thought he was gonna hook me up with somebody else. Well, I still listen to my my gut feeling. He sent me to a guy. The guy messed me up, pushed me back. So now I gotta I gotta grow my hair out. Usually I just wear the do right to lay my hair down, but now I gotta wear it to cover it up. You know what I'm saying?
1: Bro, that um, is it's not
0: it's not terrible, but it's not it's not great either. It, it it'll come back. It's already started to come back and everything. But uh, yeah, I should listen to my gut feeling. So
1: he messed up the hairline, bro.
0: Well, he didn't he didn't push back my hairline like this part of the hairline. He pushed back this part, like yeah. my sides. So they were like right here They're like right here.
1: Not to make you feel bad or anything, but that's what went first for me. So hopefully you're not like me. <laughs> <'Cause>...
0: <laughs> well, I, I was nervous about it. And then they started growing back. Like it's starting to grow back a little bit. So I was like, huh, okay, maybe we'll we'll, we'll just see. I've been taking the, you know, my uh, I've been taking my mom's hair, nail, uh, what's the name, gummies, you know what I'm saying? Like make make the hair come back maybe or whatever. So we'll just see what happens. I, I got probably got to go a, a good month or two without a cut. But, you know, hey can't stress about something I can't control. So you know I just know next time that I can't go to bro and we just gonna keep it pushing. Yeah. And then other than that, I got back or like after after that, I came back home immediately that same day. And I ended up getting my ears pierced. Oh okay. not the same day. But yeah, I got my ears pierced uh recently. Um What this- girl told you to do that? <laughs> Was it was People it the girl, that girl it. We
1: were talking to in uh in San
0: Antonio? No, yeah, no. A friend. No. Nah. No. This is actually my uh, my female best friend's idea, and I had put it on Snapchat on my private story, and I got a a lot of support behind okay. it. So I okay. was like, hey, I might as well do it, and I, it was kind of just an impulse thing, you know. All right. So got got them pierced, and. Uh, then uh, after that, bro, just been on the phone a bunch this week, you know what I'm saying, for the upcoming decision, just been on the phone handling business and then enjoying my family. So other okay. than that, oh, like I told you, the the uh, gift cards that we got and the gift cards that I've been getting for graduation, stuff like that, all have been going into clothes. I've been doing a lot of clothes shopping online okay.
1: All right, Sooner Nation. So let me just summarize what Man. Braden just told us, right? So last time I was with him, he took me to a jewelry store. I, I, some of y'all know <laughs> this. He, he made me drop way more money than I wanted to. But since I last saw Braden, we now have <laughs> pierced ears. We have gold chains. We have graduation money, which was used for clothes. His beard is popping. Everything is going for Braden Willis right now, except for his hairline. So... <laughs> Braden, no, nah. I'm gonna tell it to you straight, bro. I took the I took the gummies and the pills too, and it ain't come back, my brother. So it's look, we we might have to we might have to get that shave down after all. So
0: Alex, prayers of I, <laughs> I can't I can't join you and I can't join you and Eddie, man. I, and uh, um, uh, it was Eddie, bro. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah can't, I can't join you to Eddie, man. So, you know, prayers up. It's starting to, like I said, it's starting to come back. So I got faith. So, oh, oh Jason, Jason, Jason. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about I family. can't join you and Jason. Jason Percy okay? Oh, yeah. That's my yeah. boy.
1: Shout out to can't my join, guy Jason, man. Can't he, join you know. y'all. It's starting oh, yeah. to
0: come back. So I got faith. So prayers up. Shout out to my man,
1: Jason. He did a great interview with me the other day um for those of you not subscribed to the athletic you know that's just your fault you know i'm honestly i'm not even gonna lie to you i didn't see the whole thing either i'm gonna just trust what he said was good so everyone that commented they couldn't see it and that it was clickbait that's just the way it is pay for what he's worth pay that man his money all right oh by the way Braden, i do still have that chain on so it's you can't it's not glistening right now because I'm in the kitchen. I ain't got the right light on it, but it's it's it ain't
0: came off. I got my got my I got my deal on, you know what I'm saying? Shout yes, out to them. Sir. But uh yes, as so everybody listening, if you ever see me out and you wanna hang, you probably shouldn't because I am a terrible influence. Uh
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyways, all right, Sooner Nation. I know you there is a lot to unfold in this podcast. We got a special guest. We got two decisions going on live. I do not know the fate of my partner right here, Braden Willis. However, wait until the end of the podcast to find out. Also, the decision of the podcast on the prairie. Ladies and gentlemen, we have decided to announce that at the end of the podcast as well so keep on tuning in yes sir up next we have around the world in college football not much to talk about Oregon goes down to the Sooners that's really the only one that matters right that's 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 the only thing that matters talk about yes sir your boy Jay Hall recovers the onside kick I should have held it up for the fans to cheer that's what I should have did but at that moment in time I was just like all right yeah back to business but in hindsight, you know it's always twenty twenty. I should have recovered the ball, stood up, and just held it in the air and smiled.
0: You always think about the best celebrations after the after the fact. So I mean, I understand. I've I've had it multiple times. So I'm like, man, I should have did this. But oh well, I know. But however,
1: there was also more things to the game. My boy, my former roommate, Kennedy Brooks. Uh, runs for three touchdowns, and I think, what, over 120-something yards? I can't remember. I don't have the stats pulled up. But he averages his now, um, for his career, his averages I think, over seven yards a carry. And I think he, he joins Joe Washington and, like, I think two other Sooners. You guys will have to fact check me on that. But regardless – There's not many guys in college football that have had over 3,000 rushing yards and averaged seven yards a carry, seven-plus yards a carry. So shout-out to my boy, KB. I love him, miss him, and uh, he deserves the best. Also, uh, let's see. What else do we have? Oh, I lost my train of thought. My bad. um, oh, I wanted to give you a shout-out, too, because that first touchdown he scored, you— blocking outside zone in line on the yeah. left that was elite.
0: I uh, appreciate it you know I appreciate that it's, I'll do what I can for my guys
1: yeah yeah that that was that that was yeah I was like oh yeah he 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 deserves uh after actually as a matter of fact after you made that play I was like shoot he blocking like that he might he might actually go ahead and leave so uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways anyways um so, Kennedy gets three touchdowns. Uh, Caleb, I think he has three touchdowns, one to Marv, um, one to Drake. Uh, I bore Stoops, caught a fade ball. Perfectly thrown ball, perfectly thrown catch. What's crazy is sooner Nation, Brady, I know you can attest to this, he does that all the time in practice. Like, yeah, when I say yeah. it all the time, like, all the time.
0: So, yeah. And I mean, and then just speaking on that play a little bit. Funny, funny thing about that was Jack. I was standing next to uh, Jackson on the sideline. Uh, Jackson Sumlin, you know, he's in our position group. For everybody that doesn't know, I'm assuming most people do know. But uh, him standing next to him on the sideline, and he's like, uh, because this certain play, we had a special formation. I think Dre Hall might have been in the game, and um, Jacks Jack goes, "Oh, the touchdown to Driz right here!" Like. Easy. I was like, "For real? You think so?" He's like, "Yep." And then, sure enough, snapped the ball, throw it to Drake, touchdown. I was like, "Hey, you called it." So, yeah. I mean, like, it, it's 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 he does it so much in practice that it is definitely you know well recognized by us. We already expected it. So, I mean, it's new, new, new to y'all, old to us. I mean, we always see that stuff. So,
1: yes, sir, our boy Driz. Also, shout out to uh, Caleb. I know there's some things going around on around his name right now. But in terms of the game, that was a dime to Marvin all the way down the field. Very elite throw. So shout out to Caleb on the throw. Uh, let's see what else we have. Oh, Mario. Bro, that was so funny when Mario's helmet came off and he kept going. I don't know if you saw, but I was right behind him.
0: And yeah, I they should have gave helmet. that to him. Yeah, They should have gave that to him. I don't like that. But I don't like that rule, but you know, it is what it is. But I feel like if you I don't know, it just takes the fun out of it. Like, give him the touchdown, man. Yeah.
1: They like rewarded the defense for something that wasn't his fault. Right. So, anyways, I don't know if they would change that rule or not because in all reality, you know, let's just go ahead and admit, when a player's helmet comes off, you know, that's super dangerous you know so uh i don't know um
0: that's not... also super cool though so. yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> hey as a matter of fact bro i was thinking about that last night when i was at the denver's game when i was at the nuggets game or whatever and i was like man isn't it so nice for all the fans to see these tall basketball players and their smiles and their faces <laughs> and for us the fans just see, um, our helmets and if you're like my mom you're just looking at my big old butt on the screen and <laughs> the <helmet. laughs> watching the game on tv so yeah uh i'm jealous of the basketball boys but
0: well that's why we have a podcast
1: so yeah yeah exactly you know you know what I see and you I, too. that's why you're my co-host see <laughs> i knew i knew i know how to pick them ladies and gentlemen yeah you do yeah, that's why you're my co-host. Also, big shout-out to Justin Brawls. Uh, he got us a turnover. Big dub, big interception. Um, who else had a good game? Uh, Jalil Farouk. My boy yes. had three breakout catches and runs. That man was running like he did not want to be tackled at all. My boy said he's going to take advantage of his opportunities, and that's the way to do it. So mm-hmm. shout-out to our boy Jaleel. Hopefully, um, hopefully well. I'm not. I'm not gonna say that just yet. I'm not gonna say that just yet. Um, let's see. Let's see. Anything else that happened in the game, Braden? Oh, Bob Stoops.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, hey man. I, I I don't know if I've said this on a podcast before. I'd have to be mistaken. Don't know. Not sure. But man, playing for Coach Stoops was great. Man. I mean, just and I definitely said it on Twitter, I could see why he was so successful because he's a players coach all the way. And when I say players coach, players coaches get bad reputations of being like pushovers sometimes and everything like that. Not at all. We all know who was the head honcho and it was in charge of that camp. You know what I'm saying? But it was just so much fun playing for Coach Stoops. And it's just, you know, you could see why he was successful. Like he's just a players coach, like came in there, was getting us hyped. And you run through a wall for that man. So you know, shout out to Coach Stoops and uh, man, I had a great time. I had a great time. The whole bowl prep was fun, man. Probably you know some of the best we've had this season. So it was fun.
1: Yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to Bob, man. He's he's definitely one of a kind. I see why so many players of the past and so many people that have known him over the years talk so highly of him because he's. He's just a great person, you know, just even outside of football, just so easy to talk to. Um, knows what's going on in your life, asks questions, pays attention, things like that. So shout out to our guy Bobby. Um let's see what else happened. Oh, Sooner Nation. I don't know if you guys all saw. I didn't want to post the picture because I I don't really I don't normally do this, but the H back started a tradition that'll probably last for a 100 years. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> me and Braden knew we were going to win this game, right? We were so confident in ourselves. I already knew it. Yeah. We were so confident. We went out and bought cigars, right?
0: Victory and, cigars.
1: Yes, sir. We didn't know what to buy, right? We we don't do this on the regular. And so we called some folk. <laughs> we couldn't even ask the guy that was working there because it was his first, it was his second day on the job. So he didn't really know anything about cigars. So he calls his boss. Braden calls somebody that he knows and they're like, go ahead and buy you some Victory cigars. And so, of course, we get back into the locker room and everything and we lighten them things up, boy. Wait,
0: wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that. OK. OK. I I, I was on the field, you know, having a good old time, blue and drop, everything like that. Guys are taking pictures. Spend plenty of time on the field. So I'm like, OK, you know what time it is. Let's go. I try to go find Jay Hall. Don't know where he is. So then I find him in the middle of balloons, like in front of cameraman. So that's when, if y'all have seen on Twitter, I went over here. I went I lay next to him. We took a couple pictures. And then I got up. All right. And I was like, all right, Jay Hall, you ready? He said, yeah. And then he went over to go take some more pictures. So I was like, okay, whatever. I went over to the sideline and uh, took some pictures with, you know, a bunch of people. And... Then I, I was taking pictures and then finally I had to get myself out of there. So I finally ran to the locker room and I swear I got on Instagram live to do the honors and I swear I was waiting on this man for 10, 15 minutes. I was like, yo, where is Jay Hall? Summy came in there, Coach Finley came in there, they had already got their cigars. We we're just sitting up there waiting on Jay Hall. I'm like, yo, where is Jay Hall at? Like 10, 15 minutes, and he finally walks through the doors. We're like, did you take enough pictures? Did you have enough interviews? Like, come on, 2 7. <laughs> Bro,
1: I was enjoying the moment. I only I had understand. one
0: more. I understand. I understand. I understand. Maybe yeah. I was being a little bit too eager. I was too excited. Yeah.
1: Well, actually, what's funny is before coach and Coach uh, John got in there, we were looking for you because we were trying to take an H back uh, picture. I'm like, where is Braden? I was like, I just. I don't saw know him. where like, I went. We were just making uh, snow angels in the balloons. I'm like, <laughs> where is this man? Oh, so, but yeah, I, I should have known. I was like, this boy don't ever take no pictures. Oh, speaking of bro, I don't know if this fan did this on purpose, but so many fans were asking for my gloves, and I was saying no because it's like my last game on keeping these. Yeah, and um, I said no to several people. And this older guy, he wanted them. I'm like, bro, you're not going to do anything but take them and sell them. He's like, nah, I got kids, all this other stuff. I'm like, bro, you didn't say that the first time. But anyways, he grabs my hand and would not let go. So I'm sitting there, like, yanking my hand away. So I'm like, bro, like, do we have a problem? Like, So I get my hand away, and I stare at him. I'm like, what is your deal? Anyways... <laughs> I I don't know. Sooner Nation, I know most of y'all aren't like that. That's like the first and only time that's ever happened to me. And honestly, I probably didn't even need to bring it up, but it was on my heart. So I I felt the need to share. But anyways, getting into the locker room, we like the cigars. (laughs) I finally get in there uh, because I think I had the cigar cutter. And so, uh, yes, and I
0: couldn't find it. Yeah. yeah, I was like, where is this thing? Brady's like, bro, where's the cutter at? So, he had the cutters and I had the lighter.
1: And, yeah. I will say yeah. though, the, the cigar thing, I don't know if it's for me, bro. Because uh, you cut mine. As a matter of fact, you cut mine and you cut it too fat. So like my entire mouth was like just yeah. over the
0: cigar. I'm like, this I was just trying serious. to hey, I was I was hurry, trying to hurry up and get it done, man. Was, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, somebody had to get sick, bro. Cause here's the thing, Center Nation. We like the cigars, right? And then the, uh, the rest of the team comes over and starts wanting to like take naturally. Everybody hey, can wants I take to take a picture pictures. with it. Yeah,
0: they all want to take where pictures. They hand, oh, the first question was, where are they handing the cigars at? Where are they handing the cigars at? Nah, I bought this big dog.
1: <laughs> what? We are sharing cigars just so guys can take pictures with the cigars and the trophy. And I'm sure you guys have all seen them posted on social media by now. Just know that there were only four cigars in that entire locker room. <laughs>
2: one was a <the> coach's <laughs> so
1: One was not being shared. And the three others were between me, Braden, and Jackson Sumlin. So if you saw a cigar on social media, remember, there was only three. So they were definitely being passed <laughs> around. Thank God nobody had COVID because that wouldn't oh have been. Oh, my goodness. Nah, yeah. no. Nah. But what was funny, though, was we saw the the fire alarms, like, right above us. I don't know if you saw them, but they were right above our locker room. And they never went off. But then the the people, the Alamo Bowl people came in. and was like, "Stop smoking or whatever." I'm like party right.
0: poopers. Yeah. By then, I think we were done, anyways. Yeah, we um, had had our fun, so we were good, anyways. Yeah,
1: bro. I feel like I can talk about this game forever, man. Between Bob during the game, Bob throughout the week, Bob after the game, all the fun we had that week. It was. Let's just say I'm, I'm glad I didn't leave early. Um, I'm glad I stayed. Um, it was definitely probably one of the best weeks of my life. You know, you guys saw me at SeaWorld and I know I already talked about this last episode, but just to recap on everything, it's it's been a blast. So
0: um Yeah, it was I, it was so fun. It was a lot of fun. So let's see.
1: Oh, I know I said around the world in college football. Real quick, uh who you got to win the national championship? Because obviously Georgia blew out Michigan and Alabama blew out uh Cincy and
0: so yeah. Hmm. You know, I was gonna when this all started I said Bama, okay? Cuz that's just the easy obvious choice, right? Yeah. Then I saw Georgia play Michigan, and when they played Michigan, they looked like they they were out like out there for a reason. Like that makes sense. They were mm-hmm. they were playing inspired, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, is that just because they had this, you know, lost last game, or is that cuz they're trying to play Bama again and get a rematch? And I think I'm thinking it's they're trying to get a rematch, and I don't know, bro. You have an inspire inspire team. It's a lot of a lot of times it's hard to match that. So I'm gonna go ahead and go with Georgia. At the at the beginning I started with Bama. I'm gonna switch to Georgia. I don't know. I just I feel like they're playing inspired ball right now. So,
1: bro, like I said before, I'm not rooting against Nick Saban. That's what uh, I said that's why that's why I Initially, I'm, I was like, Bama I'm sticking with bama bro i uh I just don't see because what Georgia did against Michigan was dominate the line of scrim- the line of scrimmage on yeah. defense, and that like killed most of their operation. I don't see Georgia's defensive line, even though they have Jordan Davis and the rest of the gang. I don't see them dominating Alabama's offensive line like they did in Michigan. You know, Michigan's well, Michigan quarterback won
0: the Joe a uh, Moore Award though. Joe Moore award though. Well, they didn't play like it, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, they, they were they were getting torched though. Yeah,
1: they can have all the awards that they want. They didn't show up like the the Joe Moore <laughs> Award. So but yeah, and also yeah. Michigan's quarterback can't make plays outside the pocket for real. Alabama's true. quarterback can. And yeah. just for Very those true. two reasons, I'm still I'm still rooting with Bama. I'm I'm rooting with Nick Saban. So
0: uh georgia's gonna have to figure out how to do something about uh bama attacking their edges because that's where that's where i feel like georgia is the weakest if anything is on the outside and down the field like and that's what they did in the first game that's why bryce young you know had a crazy game throwing the ball and everything like that because that's where they're the weakest out of all parts you know they're a great team but that's where they're the weakest so We'll see what happens. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be a good game for sure, though.
1: Yeah, I do, too. That's I'll actually I know. I'll actually watch this game. I didn't watch the Alabama versus Cincinnati game, and I watched just a little bit of the Georgia and Michigan game. I didn't really care to watch a blowout, but those were just a few things that I saw. Um, when When is the game,
0: actually? It's the 10th, so what, Monday? The 10th, Monday? Okay. Yeah, I think so. Don't quote me
1: all right cool cool I'll for sure watch that one lastly before we move on let's see let's see the portal bro what is going on in norman oklahoma i'm I'm a fan now so I don't i <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm I'm rooting for my alma mater but well actually I guess I'm still enrolled as a student until Monday technically but uh-huh. What, bro? I feel like I don't just know. I mean, we had Caleb on the podcast talking about, you know, yeah, for sure. expe- yeah. yeah, experience and everything, and then the announcement, and then Mario and Mike. I actually thought Mike was gonna stay. Actually, um,
0: I, I I thought it was about fifty fifty. I didn't know. I didn't know about uh, Rio. Didn't know that I was coming, but you know he. I think, I think all of them have the right to explore. If they want to come back, they will. You know, yeah. um, Mike. I mean, like I said, I thought Mike was fifty-fifty. He could go either way. I mean, he had a pretty good season for us, so, and he's had good seasons before. So I thought it could go either way. Um, and then Caleb, man. You know, I, I talked to him, and I t- I talked to him before, and not to give too much into our conversation because you know I want to respect their privacy, their family's privacy, but. I would need people to understand when he means like player like development. He's meaning like I understand that he could stay at Oklahoma and be top quarterback coming out, but that's not what he means. What he means by player development, you know, is he wants to go under a coach where and not saying Coach Levy wouldn't. I'm just saying this is what he's you know, think he wants to go under a coach that's going to develop him to be able to step into the NFL day one and not only be drafted highly, but immediately be able to switch the gears into the NFL. You see so many times the NFL quarterbacks going to the league, doing really well in college, but they were just system quarterbacks. And then those guys go into the league and they don't do well, you know? So I think that's the biggest thing he meant by player, you know, development. I think uh, that's a fair thing to ask if you're him and you know search around if you're him and uh i wish him the best of luck i think he's going to you know make the right decision for him and his family and uh i can't wait to watch the kid be successful cuz he's wildly talented and he's going to be successful wherever he goes or if he comes back and uh yeah i'll always be a fan firsthand cuz i watched him you know bloom into what he is so yeah i mean yeah for sure
1: for sure i think That here, well, let's play devil's advocate here for a second because we are a podcast, so we do have to discuss both sides. You know, we're never going to bash Caleb, let me say that first of all. But there's so much in the air in terms of not being able to know what's ahead, even if you choose a coach, you know, because. The only two people that have had the same coach that have went, you know, top five as quarterbacks here recently is Kyler and Kyler and Baker. So yeah. strategically, I could understand if Caleb wanted to go with Riley. Like I could, mm-hmm. you know, he feels comfortable. He's a freshman. He doesn't know anything else. Um, Riley has developed those guys. And so I could understand that. But in terms of outside Oklahoma, you know, I haven't seen a a QB guru, guru. not to say that there isn't one. Maybe Caleb and his family know something that I don't. But I haven't seen a quarterback coach that's just, you know, ripping out quarterbacks like Bill Belichick and Tom Brady are ripping out rings. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, I understand that. There's that side. Um, and also... Anywhere you go, unless you're going to go with Lincoln Riley, you're going to have to start over because staying with Levy, he's new. If you transfer, you're going to have to start over not only with a new O.C., but you're going to have to start with new um, new receivers. So. I want to be gentle about what I say on this topic, because obviously we have a different relationship with Caleb than. Anyone listening to the podcast, so this is not a bashing, right? Moment for Caleb at all. This is just exploring things that and thoughts that our our fans have. So, just wanted to bring those things up to light. You know, honestly, at the end of the day, that kid is going to ball regardless. <laughs> you know, you know this. I know this. I know the work ethic that this kid has personally, and wherever he goes, he's he can be successful. You know, he can even take the million dollar East Michigan offer and still go get drafted. You know, <laughs> so sure. all all the best to Caleb, man. I, I, I support, I support players being able to explore their options because much like NIL, we've been able to do this, you know, in the past players or not in the past coaches in the past have just up and left. So. I've always been an advocate of players being able to at least explore that option. Now, the move... And you never know. He
0: might come back, so you never yeah, know.
1: exactly. Now, I will say, though, from the outside looking in, like, as I said before, I'm somewhat of a fan now. The move that, that Brent Venables and Coach Gundy made on offense in terms of going to go get a quarterback, I think that was smart. You know, I don't... I, I support Caleb... Being in 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 the porter now and and exploring what he wants to do. However, at mm-hmm. the same time, if he doesn't come back, you know what is yeah. <laughs> what is you know Venable supposed to do in terms of having quarterbacks? You know, you only have uh, one on scholarship, um, and yeah, so. I think smart move by Oklahoma. I I really don't know how this is going to play out. I think this is the first time we've ever seen anything like this in college football.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll just have to see how it plays out in due time.
1: In due time, for sure. For sure. You think Mario stays? If if Caleb stays, you think he's going to wait?
0: Maybe. I don't – yeah. I don't know. Cause I haven't heard anything about, I really, you know, I, I don't know. I, maybe I, you know, text Rio and uh, you know, just check on them, make sure everything's good. Cause you never know what anybody is going through, you know, and we don't know if this is maybe a family matter or anything like that. Not saying it is, but um, you know, maybe i just check on them and, but I'm not sure if Caleb had anything to do with it. Or like I said, family matter needs to be closer to the family or, you know, not really sure. So uh but maybe it's a possibility. Yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, true. Well, like I said before, you know, we both support those guys. It's the wild, wild west out here in, in uh in the transfer portal. And I'm a fan of it. You know, if coaches can up and leave, if Lincoln Riley can up and leave and go to USC and that situation went down the way it did. I think players deserve the opportunity to do the same. I think players deserve to be able to mix the pot just as much as the coaches can. And that's just the world that we live in. Whether you like it or not, this is college football now. No matter what you say, I don't care if you grew up in the 70s where people just committed and stayed there for five, six years, whatever, gave it all they had, even if they rolled the bench. This is not that era of football anymore. And I'm here for it. So- Braden, before we move on, you got any thoughts or concerns on?
0: I agree, uh, with, you. I agree yeah. with you as well. I mean, I think it's – I 100% here for it. You know, uh, not saying that the transfer portal is the answer for everybody, like we said a couple podcasts ago, but not saying that it hasn't helped a lot of people out. I mean, you take one of our good friends, Rambo, for instance, you know what I'm saying? There's just a lot of talent here. He goes over there. My, Miami, and he's breaking records. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it yeah. does work out. And a player a player that has put his all into a sport for 18 to 20 years should be able to reap the benefits of his hard work. And, uh, yes, yeah, so, and sometimes you have better opportunities elsewhere than you do where you initially committed. I mean, I know it's not that long, like four, you know, four or five years. It's not that long in the grand, grand scheme of things in life. But people don't understand how much a person changed from 18 when you first come in as a freshman to later on in your college career, like, you know, senior, junior or whatever. It, it's a big change. So I think it's great. And uh, like you said, it's just the reality of college football. I, I don't think that people should complain about it because you can't change it. It's here to stay. So unless they do something about it, NCAA does something about it. But that's when they do something about it. You yourself. Can't do anything about it. So, this is what it is.
1: What did Mike say? Somebody called it a uh, portal combat.
0: <laughs> yeah, I cried that one. That was pretty good.
1: That was funny. Oh man, Sooner Nation. That is all we got on the topic. Moving on to our special guest of the show. Stay tuned. All right, Sooner fans, the man that needs no introduction. The Hall of Famer himself, man, we've grown so much on the podcast to get a Hall of Famer on here, Bob Stoops, Coach. What's up,
2: Jeremiah? Good to be on with you and Braden. Um, my first, my first go at it. I love it. <laughs> yes, sir. Thank you for coming on, Coach. I've had a little bit of studio work now this year, so I'm getting a little better at this stuff. <laughs>
0: I know yeah. even on the TV and everything. I mean, we've got a little bit of work too, so it looks like we're gonna be able to do this quite quite smoothly.
1: All that time you spent on Fox, Coach, that's uh, that's impressive. You know, I know you were telling me earlier during the bowl week how you didn't have the hang of it at first. How did how did that work out
2: for you? Yeah, the first my first couple shows were the I had two. We had two games the first weekend, a Thursday and Saturday game. And I had gone in with all this preparation and, and was kind of too scripted, you know, on what all I was going to talk about. And I and then, you know, what happens your first time or two, you get off script, you know, you're lost almost. So it's like I, I, I quit trying to be scripted, just ty- kind of try and go off the cuff, you know, what just talk football with the guys and have some fun with it really as much as anything and interact with what they're saying and once once I started doing that it was a lot easier a lot more fun and the guys are just like they appear on tv they're a they're a great group of guys that are fun to be around big personalities funny personalities so it makes it a lot of fun
1: well coach we're not fox or anything but I hope this interview you have a little bit of fun with us as well and Maybe we're a little bit more fun to be around than the guys on Fox.
2: <laughs> you guys are just taking off. This is, this is going to go nationwide.
1: I know, right? Yes, sir. Man. So, Coach, I know you've answered this several times, but how has it been? Or, matter of fact, starting from the very beginning, when Coach Riley left, what were the next couple of hours like for you? Were you actually playing golf or –
2: I give us give I was, us
1: the real spiel.
2: I was just finishing golf at Belmar and uh you know our local club there that uh, owned and run by Toby Keith and Tricia, his wife. So I was just finishing and uh, I got the call Sunday morning I'm looking at my phone like, Why why's Joe C calling me Sunday morning? And uh so I figured I better answer it and uh found out what all was happening. And they wanted to know um how fast I could get to the facility. So I said, well, I'm jumping in my car right now. I left my clubs at the course, jumped in my car and started hustling over to see you guys. And as much as anything, just uh, you know, to be there to support you guys, you know, and in the program and and for everyone to understand, look, this will be okay, you know, and now you guys see it is. And uh, but, you know, just try and be a calming force. And hopefully I was. For sure. I, I, I was I going was to say, I know Jay has touched on it before, uh, but
0: when we saw you walk into that team meeting room for the first, you know, walk into the team meeting room, that was the first time I think I've seen you walk into the team meeting room. So I knew it was something serious. Because like everybody knows, you've been involved with the program since you left. You know, you've always been there at practices and everything like that. But that was the first time I seen you in the meeting room. So I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) So I just thought that was pretty funny. You knew something big was going down. Yes, sir. Speaking on that, though, um, you know, come back in the meeting room and everything like that. Did you ever think that you'd be coaching
2: Oklahoma football again? Uh, not really. Um, you know, wasn't, of course you could never plan on this or anticipate this, but uh, but now that it's happened, it's uh, really been fairly easy to do because you guys have accepted me so well. And, uh, but, you know, and, and as you guys know, the assistant coaches do the heavy work with, you know, game planning and all of that, um, you know, they're, and they're, they've worked hard at it. So you know, but to, to manage the team and be in front and try and be a leader and motivate guys, that's uh, I'd like to think that hasn't changed a whole lot for me. Sure.
1: Well, Coach, from my perspective, you know, the only time I got with you was spring 2017. And technically, you know, everyone's doing these farewell farewell tours now where they're, they announced their retirement prior to finishing. So, in a way, does this feel like your farewell, farewell, farewell game?
2: Well, probably. Um, uh, I'm, I've never been one for, to want attention or to, you know, my, my farewell. I didn't realize I wanted to do it until I, was, until I did, maybe a week or two before I actually announced it. You know, I didn't know I was going to act on it or not. And uh, so now that I get this opportunity, I guess it it'll be my farewell game. It might as well be.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, it's a privilege for me simply because, number one, we all know your your past and um, we know we all know how great of a coach you are, but this will be my first game with you. You know, you recruited me. We talk about it all the time. You know, we remember you coming to North Carolina, coming to my house, my mama <laughs> giving us Chick-fil-A and all that type of stuff. And so, I'm really looking forward to the game tomorrow. Uh, Oh, by the way, Sooner Nation, we had to pre-record this one. We had to get Bobby on the spot in the hotel (laughs) before we all went home. This will be aired at a later date. So we don't know the outcome of the game yet. However, we do know the outcome of the game. (laughs) So just throwing that in there in the middle of the interview. But, Coach, what's it been like? You know, I know you've always been around the program, but what's it been like actually coaching Drake for, is this your first time actually being in charge of the team that he's on?
2: Uh, Sure it is. Uh, Yeah, I had stepped away before Isaac and Drake had gone to college. So uh, it definitely is, um, you know, different. It's fun watching him as well as it's fun to watch all you guys play well, make plays, do what you do so well you know that's that's the joy I get out of watching you guys perform use your abilities and making plays putting it all together is fun to watch so um so anyway and and yeah it's been good to see Drake out there as well and watching Isaac help coach you know over there on the defensive side of the ball so it's it's been it's been really positive been a lot of fun for me how how have I done
1: coach i think you've done a phenomenal job <laughs> Braden, what about you?
2: Yeah, I'd say the
0: same, man. I the first, I mean, my first impression, like you said, uh, I was a year behind Jay Hall, so I wasn't recruited by Coach Stoops. But the first speech that you gave us, I call, I went right after, called my mom, talked about the situation. I was like, "Well, I see why Coach Stoops won a lot of games." <laughs> I said, "I run through a wall for that man, so I can see why he, he won a lot of games." So it makes a lot of sense to me. But I think if you've done a great job. I mean, you definitely were the calming factor for us for a while. So I, I really appreciated that myself. And I know a lot of the guys
2: on the team do as well. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, Coach. You know, from, I don't know if I've ever told you this. I actually, you know, we, have, we don't get to spend too much time together up until now. But you're very easy to talk to. And I think that's one of the things that make you a great coach. You know, you're capable of holding a conversation with your players, showing that you actually care. And that's the biggest thing, in my opinion, is what makes you so effective. You know, that's how you're able to keep guys' attention. That's the reason why Braden said we're willing to run through a wall for you because we know that you're dialed in. We know that when you're speaking, you're listening to us. And it's only right that we give you that same respect. And so, I think you've done a great job so far, especially as a captain. Seeing what all we've been through this year, um, it's been great of you to come in and help us out here at the end.
2: Well, it's been it's been been easy to do, and I appreciate that. And uh, and uh, believe me, you know it's I love the program, love you guys. Uh, I always the best part of my job was always relating to the players. You know, you guys got. A lot of fun, big personalities that are easy to be around.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Well, we still got a little bit more time left for the interview. We're not out of questions or anything, but I uh, felt like it was only right we gave you a prop. So we're here at the Alamo Bowl. Coach, I don't know if OU has ever been at the Alamo Bowl before. I know last time you guys were down here in San Antonio, you played Mizzou in the Big 12 Championship. I think it was one versus nine. That's if, right. That's right. And... uh Ou came they out were on number top. One. All right,
2: they were number one, and we beat them 38-17. Not that I remember or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, you you love this. That's funny. Missouri, Missouri only had two losses that year. They were number one in the country at eleven and one, and we gave them their second loss, in a, in a pretty in pretty good fashion for the Big Twelve championship.
1: Yes, sir. The OU way. We love to see it. So. We're down in San Antonio. What has been your favorite part of the bowl week so far?
2: Uh going to practice. Going going, you know, going to practice, being around you guys. I've uh I've spent enough time through the years on the river walk. So I'm I'm trying to stay away from that right now and uh, really just get ready for with you guys watching uh, getting in some meetings and watching practice.
1: Yeah, you know, Braden, I'm sure you can attest to this. Well, you're actually from Texas, but I've never looked for shade on Christmas day during practice. I don't know about you all, but uh, that Christmas day practice was uh <laughs> was was pretty warm that felt like fall camp out there.
2: It was a little toasty for sure um I mean, yeah that was about eighty three eighty four degrees The turf
1: definitely bumped it up a few degrees and then clear sky, sun right on your skin. I actually got a tan. <laughs> I got a tan during the, during practice.
2: Hey, you guys know I'm oh, getting, boy. Yeah, I'm getting soft in my old age. In the old days, I would have run you after the practice. And <laughs> hey, you know what? That's fun. It's funny that you said that because uh, I was listening.
0: I had uh, heard a snippet of the, uh, the what was it? The uh, Oak. Okay, breakdown with uh, Teddy Layman and uh, Gabe Biker, and they were saying that uh, one one bowl practice they were. I think Gabe was saying one bowl practice that they were in. They had just like had a night on the town or whatever. And uh, you asked Gabe like, "Hey, should we run the guys?" And Gabe was like, "Hey, coach, like if you run us, we might die." And that was like us on Tuesday. I was like, "Oh man, I don't know about all that." It was definitely a hot one though, for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that would that practice was no joke. But I've had a good time here though, honestly. I've never been to San Antonio coach. You know I'm a North Carolina guy. Uh I think the complete opposite of you, I've spent almost every night <laughs> on the river walk with Braden in some way or form. But it's actually pretty tough to find a seat to eat because everybody and their mom and children are out here. So I can understand why you don't want to go back down there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty it's crowded out there. It's crowded.
1: Hey, Coach, oh, one yeah. thing I've always wanted to know, why did you never take an offer or did you ever entertain an offer from the NFL?
2: Uh, yeah, There's there were times I, uh, you know, considered or looked at uh, an NFL position uh, as well as entertained uh, thoughts from, uh, you know, some other universities, mainly people know it, but mainly Florida back in the day. And I, I just, um, you know, when it got down to it, I just valued and, and loved the position I was in at Oklahoma too much, uh, you know, as well as, you know, to, to leave. I, uh, I always was in concert and in good position with our administration. And, and I always felt good about our administration, president and athletic director and their leadership. I love the fan base. Uh, I loved what we were doing at Oklahoma. Uh, we're always recruiting good players like you guys, and I just never felt—I never felt something else was better to leave. Uh, I always liked too much what we were loved what we were doing at OU. Yeah,
1: you know when you're the head man at Oklahoma, I tell people this all the time. You're pretty much the president of the state. <laughs> you know, you're the governor. You're the you're the do all, end all, say so. And so I feel like there's no other better better job in, in college football, to be honest with you. Maybe unless you're, uh, I know, I hate to bring this up, but maybe Nick Saban is probably the only guy that can relate to what it's like to be in the the head man for, for Oklahoma football. Coach, lastly, we only got one or two questions left. I know we got some things to to hit afterwards, but what is the biggest thing that you've missed about being back at, uh, back at OU, anything well, specific the biggest the thing players, you miss, the meeting?
2: Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing you miss is, uh, is the camaraderie is the players and coaches. It's like you, you, every single day you go in the building or you go to practice, wherever you're at, you're with a gang of guys you know, that are all, you know, they're all pushing and pulling for the same thing. And, uh, then, then when you step away from it, it's, that's gone, you know? And, and, uh, my wife always said she, she was never worried about losing me to another woman. She worried about losing me to all the guys. (laughs) So, uh, um, (laughs) That's, you know, so you, I love that. As we all are, you know, you got, you, we, we like having that gang around us all the time. Very much so.
1: <laughs> well, coach, we do this for every person that we have on uh, the podcast on the prairie. Is there anything you want to talk about before we let you go? Anybody you want to shout out? Anything you want to touch on? Anything you want to tell Sooner Nation? This will air after the game. So, we're hoping and praying for a W, but just anything you want to share?
2: Uh yeah, just with the, with all the people out there, just Jeremiah, Braden—that's what you get on these teams. You get you get the best people, the best guys that to be around. People now get a chance to see your personalities. What now? Know why I like going to work every day and how how much fun it is, and uh, you know, so to, to 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 work with people like you and uh, and, and the programs and in great uh, position to move forward with Brent Venables Uh, absolute perfect fit for, for, for you guys, for, for the fans and, and uh, his experience, great experience that he has. I truly believe he can elevate us, you know, in the next few years to even improve. And, uh, and I'm, I'm excited to watch it. There's nobody with more energy and passion for the game than, than Brent. And uh, we're in good hands, and we're going to keep moving forward.
1: Yes, sir, Coach. Well, we thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Sooner Nation, you heard it here first. We're the best because we're led by the best. Hall of Famer, Bob Stoots on the pod. Never thought it would happen. Never thought we'd see the day, but we made it happen for you guys.
2: Hey, this, this won't be my last time, I hope. Okay. Oh yeah, oh, we really? can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So can come back, just let
0: us know.
1: We might sign you to another contract, Coach. Forget Fox. Come on to the podcast.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm saying, oh boy! All right, sooner nation coming up next. I don't know what we got, but we'll figure it out. Like I said, this is pre-recorded, but it's all good. <laughs> all right, sooner fans. One more big shout out to our special guest Bobby Stoops. We appreciate him for coming on to the show. Up next, the announcement, the one we've all been waiting for, for number nine. Been teasing you guys on social media a little bit. He's been teasing me too, guys. I i do not know what this man is about to say. I told him to wait until we go live and I will give him a live reaction. So either he's going to see me scream and yell and be excited for him or he's going to see me scream and yell and be excited for him either way because I know Whichever option he chooses, he's going to be successful. So, Braden, my guy, you have the floor. What will it be?
0: I appreciate it. appreciate that. That's high praise, man. Um, first of all, I want to say that I, I, I appreciate everything God has done for me. I thank God every day. Uh, I appreciate y'all, y'all, my guys. You know, I've had fun on the podcast. I appreciate the platform to be able to do this on. I appreciate, you know, my family and all the coaches that I've, um, you know, had the pleasure of playing with, uh, playing under, you know, throughout the years and playing under this year. And I appreciate all my guys in the locker room, man. Love them boys and my extended family as well. But, uh, my decision is I think I'm going to go ahead and, Step out on faith and go to the league. Oh! Well, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I'm coming back, guys.
2: Oh. oh!
0: I'm running it back, sooner Nation. I'm running it back. I'm coming oh. back. We're going to tear this thing up. We're going to go win the natty. And, uh, yeah, then I'll go I'll go ahead and leave and I'll make my money. But, you know, I'm coming back.
1: Oh. Oh, you got me on that, boy. I'm seeing like, oh, he's leaving. <laughs> oh, snap!
0: Oh my goodness, oh, I had to have fun with it. man. <laughs> so
1: you decided to I, stay? You know, we we're gonna have
0: to we're gonna have to have uh, release our reaction, our Jay Haws reaction on that because that was funny. Also. If y'all can only see our producer Alex's reaction too, that was hilarious. I mean, that was, I, oh my god, that was funny, bro. I should have recorded that.
1: Well, I, I mean, it is recording.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll have to do something.
1: We'll 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 clip it.
0: Yeah, do something.
1: Man, yeah, that buildup was was real, bro. I'm sitting here like, oh my goodness. Well, Braden, well, shoot, man, while I got you here, you know, what What made you want to come back?
0: Uh, you know, okay, so a lot went into it. Um, I'm not going to give, like, super, super, like, details, but I thought about leaving just because of my projection. It was better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and then, like, you know, there's always possibilities, but there also is possibilities either way. So, you know, that was the biggest thing that I had questions about. I was talking to coaches all week and was talking to, you know, talk to some, you know, some people that I trust and everything. And it just, and then if I'm being honest, praying over, praying about it over the last, you know, couple weeks, it just makes the most sense to me. I just, it just, it, it just was the thing that just made the most sense to me. It was just like, why, you know, why sit there and fight and claw? You know, like say it doesn't go my way and I, you know, go as a free agent, well, there's nothing wrong with being a free agent. But um, if I do go after I'm fighting and clawing to be on the, you know, team, whatever the case would be, when I can just come back, have a chance to be, you know, the only guy in the room and uh, have a chance to actually break out and actually do something, you know, a chance that none of us have had, you, Stog, nor I have had since being here. So that was uh, one of the biggest things, you know, just being able to come back be the guy and, you know, just kind of see where it takes me. Um, Talk to coach Lebby, great guy. I mean, high school coach knows him. You know, everything like that. I mean, had a, have a good relationship with him. Got uh, built an even better relationship through the last couple of days. And uh, he has a plan and I'm vibing with it. And, you know, just decided to run it back. I I think it's going to be a good one. Uh, For me, I think it's going to be a good for the Sooner Nation, getting a little bit of veteran leadership, you know, and uh, yeah, that's why. Man,
1: you know, selfishly, I
0: already told you this, but
1: I was leaning towards you staying as well. You know, I told you I thought that would be a great opportunity for you and Like you said, do something that I wish that I had the opportunity to do. And I know Stog, Stog, you know, he he probably wanted the same thing, which is why he's at South Carolina right now. It's it's hard to truly shine when you're splitting reps with guys. And it's Mm -hmm. not necessarily a problem, but when you're with guys that, you know, each one of us can play, you know, Stog has started, I've started, you started most of this year, I started most of last year. And so to be able to have this opportunity, lead the new HBACs that are coming in, lead the team and know you're going to be that guy that probably gets most of the minutes. You know, matter of fact, I know you'll get most of the minutes. And so I think that's going to be a great opportunity for you. Um, I think it's a smart decision, bro. I think it's a mature decision. Um, All you have to do now is is, is stay healthy and uh, everybody already knows what you can. You can do just go out there and capitalize on it, and uh, I'll be
0: watching. I'll yes, be watching. sir. Also, you know, side note, I told my uh, I told my people I said I I have went through you know good amount of college four years now I'm coming back from my fifth year, and I told them that you know I came in playing as a freshman I didn't rush shirt or anything I played you know good minutes early, and so I thought my career was going to go a lot differently than how it has gone and that's not necessarily a bad thing you know it's taught me a lot and everything and you know had injuries along the way whatever the case may be that kind of might have altered my you know my path which is like I said it's just a little adversity it's gonna pay dividends for me down the road but it also kind of bugs me a little bit that I haven't had the career that I thought I was gonna have so maybe this is giving me an opportunity to be able to have what I thought I was gonna have so Looking forward to it. I'm excited for it. Work my tail off this offseason to be in the best possible shape that I can be. And, uh, yeah, see what happens. Bro,
1: God's got you. I'm not even worried about it. You're going to do great things, man. I'm going to be cheering on for you. And tell Joe John to shoot me a text every now and then. We all in meetings, you know. I'm going to miss y'all. I will. FaceTime me or something. uh,
0: I'm going to tell him to send you just a random text from meetings, like, come here, or, you know, something like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Bring me, make make me feel like I'm still a part. You know,
0: <laughs> For man. Sure.
1: All right, sooner nation. Well, you heard it here first. The decision from Braden Willis. He is deciding to stay in Norman, Oklahoma. So you can relax just a little bit. One less guy leaving Norman. One less guy in the portal. You get a little bit of comfortability in the tight end age back room and the production. You know we'll be there. So, up next, so the fate of the podcast, you know.
0: Well, you know what that means. If I'm coming back, then the podcast rolls on, right? The (laughs)
1: podcast rolls on. Sooner Nation, the podcast was going to roll on regardless. However, it just makes things a little bit easier now that my boy B. Will is returning. We have some things brewing in terms of, matter of fact, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just hold off to it. You guys probably won't even hear about it until over the summer. But I got a couple of ideas, mixed things up a little bit. But you'll see. Stay tuned. Stay tuned to the pod. We'll have an episode to you pretty much every week for the most part. If we don't have an episode, we'll let you know. You know, most of you guys follow us on Twitter, anyways. Um, follow the Instagram account too. That's blowing up. We just got over a thousand followers not too long ago. So if you have an Instagram, um, you know, follow us on Instagram. It's pretty much the same.
0: Follow me uh, on Instagram. Give yeah. me the 10K.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh my boy, uh, Braden on Instagram. Getting him to 10K. I think I just hit 12 today, so Ooh. I'm happy. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my bad. I feel selfish now.
0: <laughs> anyway, nah, yeah. nah, I'm I, trying to get. I'm trying. To, hey, Turner Nation. That's the example right there. Give me the 10K.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. A whole bunch of love um, from Sooner Nation. I just hit 12K today. Um, keep on. Uh, a bunch of you guys have been DMing me and hitting me up. Um, I've been trying to respond to everybody. I've responded to at least 250-plus people since the bowl game. And um, I'm answering questions. You know, i got a lot more time on my hands now. So uh, feel free to hit me up. Um, and, yeah, I, I respond. So the podcast goes on. Brayden's going back to Norman. Um yeah, it's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. Alex is still, uh, he still has a job. <laughs> <laughs> Our producer, Alex, is laughing. We got to get some clips of you on uh, social media.
0: We're going to have to start with that one because, man, that was classic.
1: Yeah. So uh, good vibes from um, the both of us. Um, Sooner Nation, thank you so much for. Sticking with us this season, this is our basically recap of uh, this season. So this won't be the last uh, time you hear from me. Obviously, I'm always talking, always doing media and stuff like that. But um, I just want to say thank you for the love you've shown me over the past four, five years. I know I've said it over and over, but I just can't emphasize how much we are grateful for you guys because you guys put us on this pedestal. Like, we're just standing and then you guys are, like, underneath us, and you guys are, like, boosting us up. So we wouldn't be who we are without you all. Also, feel free to buy us a coffee. You know, that link still works, by the way. It still works. I mean, if you want to buy – I
0: haven't had a coffee in a minute, you know. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) If you want to support
0: me going back to, you know, school, you know, I wouldn't mind it now.
1: Yeah, me, Braden, and uh, Alex are a little thirsty and – you know, we should, we should have, like, a celebratory coffee because Braden has decided to come back to Norman. You know, we're, we're not million-dollar deal guys like Caleb Williams, but we, we do take spare change.
2: <laughs> spare change? <laughs>
1: spare change? Spare change? Oh, man. All right, Sooner Nation, I don't want to elongate this thing anymore. That is all I got. Braden. you got anything for the people?
0: Um... Man, uh, man, like you said um, on Instagram, I'll be you know answering. I've answered to a lot of people so far. So if you want to shoot me a DM, uh, you know I'll I'll be able to answer. I have, like Jay Hall said, I have a little time on my hands now. Um, and then just thank y'all for. I always say it, but I had to say it again. Thank you for the continuous support. I mean, at the bowl game, I took about two hundred pictures loved every second of it and then i know y'all gonna you know go crazy for me coming back and i really appreciate it and i can't wait to see y'all next year in the palace and elsewhere and natty and all that good stuff so uh see y'all next year running back
1: boomer Sooner. sooner.